you hear about the did you hear about the robot that escaped the, the it's a lab twice never heard of it uh i think it was in russia or poland or somewhere no what wait what's the there's a robot that escaped his lab and then ran down the street or rolled down the street i don't i don't believe you Welcome to episode 46 of Front Seat Gamer. Uh, it's going to be a loud Mac. one. It's a loud one. <laughs> I'm going to adjust the levels on that. I'm, I'm Nick. I'm here with Blake who won't stop talking over... No, you're fine. Should I just start again? Probably. No, it's fine. All right. It's great to be here. Severn, how's it going? Yeah, it's very, very good, Nick. Good. It's good to have you back. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, we had uh, very like... Uh, I, heard about, I heard there were some marathon casts. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't uh, worry, guys. This isn't. I'm back to to enforce the law of of one hour podcast. We had nothing but uh, good feedback from those those super long episodes. Really? Yeah. Well, the well, I guess I'm not needed. See you. No, I mean the <laughs> length. <laughs> I mean about the length. Okay. People are like, oh yeah, I I really enjoy these marathon podcasts. We really like the super long episodes. I I I can't listen to anything like that anymore. I like yeah. Shortened to the point. Yeah, it's um, cool. It's cool to keep it to an hour, but um, you know, every once in a while, it's cool to have a. We should a just uh, do a five-minute podcast where we just. You know what? I think I'm done. How about wrap it up, guys? Yep, yep. we're done. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about uh, what we've been playing real quick, and where you've been, Nick. You want to just get yeah, us well, caught I, up? On... We'll get to that. Oh, okay, yeah. for sure. Okay, I. Yeah, I'll kick yeah, it off. It. Yeah, um, I haven't been playing anything. Oh, great! <laughs> Glad we kicked it off awesome. with you, Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Blake. thank you. No, um, there was a uh, ZBrush summit recently. All right. Uh, no one uses ZBrush here. Is that where you render a mountain? Nope. You're okay. so far from it. It's like a is sculpting that... application. You've seen me use it at work. Yeah, but I know what ZBrush is, but oh. ZBrush summit is where you render. Oh, a right, right, right. No, it's um, it's like those annual conferences that companies have. Right on top of a mountain. So a lot of these veterans get it's together. Called ZBrush summit. They um, they announced some some programs. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, and Naughty Dog was there. Square Enix was there. You had some very hard hitters oh, like wow. giants of the industry come there. Um, Were they showing their processes? Yeah, their processes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Naughty Dog's messing around with photogrammetry. Oh, yeah, everyone's getting on board, I guess. This is why I was. This is why I was trying to uh, convince you last uh, NZGDC that next year you should do a photogrammetry talk. Yeah, but I think it's going to be too late. Then. You think it's going to be onto the next thing? I'm yeah, gonna... everyone will be nah, I don't think doing so. something else. Not what, in New Zealand. What's the next thing? I don't know. Get on that. <laughs> oh, Find shit. out. You could be on the bleeding edge. I, I I think it'll be, you know how these phones, there, there are certain phones that can actually measure distance, sort of like they connect camera. Okay. I, th- I think that will probably be a part of the next capturing I of, remember uh, hardware. I remember... Uh, a few years ago, after the Oculus like dev kits came out, mm-hmm. um, someone made a 3D rendering Oculus uh, program. Basically, the idea was using your hands or something, you could 3D sculpt it in like augmented reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon that's probably an interesting direction to go in. There, there is that AR sculpting. Mm. The Vive and Oculus have their own like drawing apps. 
Yeah, I, they, I forget what they're called. They have some, it's just like 3D painting, isn't yeah. it? Like, it's, yeah. But it looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Um, is that what you're kind of talking about? Maybe. Well, you're talking about <laughs> an actual, you were talking about an actual, like, basically a, a pottery thing. Uh, well, no, like, they, they would make, like, it, would, uh, it looks basically like a, a series of uh, spheres that would get overlaid on top of each other. Oh, okay. It, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you, if, you, if you dragged... Painting uh, with spheres. Yeah, if you dragged directly up, you would make a column that was almost like straight line, but it was actually made of a whole bunch of stacked spheres. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because it, that's just the the brush shape. Okay. And I'm sure there are probably different brush shapes you could use. Yeah, that sounds very similar to the um. Geez, I I wish I knew the name of it right now. It's ZBrush thing, right? Like no, sorry, so, the uh, the Oculus and the Vive oh. uh, sculpting. Well, the the painting programs. It's is, like 3D painting. Basically. Is this like a practical direction for the industry to go in, or is it seem like uh, right now it seems like a a keyboard and mouse and and I guess like a tablet or whatever um, really gets the job done because you've got hotkeys and mm-hmm. you've got like precision yeah. control. Yeah. Whereas it seems like. As cool as it is conceptually to be like sculpting in quote unquote in real life, mm-hmm. um, you you lose some of that precision, I imagine. Yeah, um, I I wonder what it exports, um, right? And, and what you're creating with mm. it, it'd be crazy if it was triangles because that probably wouldn't be a mm. great way to, you know, it'd probably be like vector lines or something. But yes, I know what that means. I, I don't know. Yeah, I always, <laughs> I, I always wonder, like, um, because you know. Our screen sizes are always getting bigger, mm. and uh, I always wonder are they? if, well, yeah, or just like resolution. I mean, just in general, like over the last like what ten years, we've gone from you know small monitors hey, to hey, tell us the iWatch. Ooh, that's not a real thing. <laughs> what about no, it's, it's a real thing. That's a fad. It just came out with the second that's, version. Nah, get out of there. Get out of here with your iWatch. <laughs> Nobody wears watches. <laughs> I saw a dude who was wearing a watch. Someone <laughs> told me, I, I think I asked someone what time it was, and they looked at their wrist, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. And why do you have to ask people, like, don't you have a cell phone? I think we had just come off of a ride that was uh, wet. Because we'll talk about that. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but, yeah, I always wonder if, like, in... I don't know, 20 years or something, we won't really have monitors. We'll just have, like, VR goggles, mm. and the monitor will just be in a virtual space all around us. But we'll be doing the same thing, you know? So you always have to put on glasses before you actually can interact with anything? Th- that's what I reckon. But don't you think monitors like, a pretty good... Where, like, you can cook at the same oh, time? Oh, okay, and... ma- okay, maybe you still have monitors. <laughs> yeah. But to really get into it, mm. put these glasses on, and then the screen is just, like, all around and, you, and you're just, like... Yeah. You, know, you won't even need like a, a pen because it'll be a virtual pen, yeah. and you won't well, even need a chair because it'll be a, a virtual or even chair. Just like if you still had a stylus and a like um, pen tablet and stuff, right. that's like a quite an easy thing. You don't really, you don't ever really look at what you're doing with your pen. Mm-hmm. So you could do that with the glasses on and and still like you know get the same you know. What if you don't want to have sweaty glasses on all day? Mm. Too bad. This is the future. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's actually kind of what I'm worried about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, that <laughs> Oculus Dev Kit that I was using, man, that that would get gross. Did Did you yep. see the um Google stuff that they announced? Uh, I saw their the, Pixel phone, the Daydream stuff. I didn't, no, I didn't see that. What yeah, that? you so you can put them in the wash. Their um, what? it's like a fabric cardboard type thing. So it's a little higher end. You can yep. put your phone into it. There's a controller in the back. Oh shit! Okay. Um, yeah, you can put it in the wash. 
that's their way around it. Awesome. Awesome. All right, cool. I yeah. got told uh, a friend of mine was telling me about uh, how he was on a course, and at the end of the end of the day, uh, the the uh, tutors would always just put their keyboards in the dishwasher to clean them. And I was like, "Oh, you can just do that. That's great." So I tried it, and you then I broke, broke my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are specific keyboards. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they messed that part <laughs> out. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, you can do that with a keyboard? I have no idea. Wow. Wouldn't that break it? No, no. no. <laughs> All right, cool. And then it broke. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what have you been playing, Blake? Oh, um, I've been playing... Um, I've actually been playing a game that a listener um, told me about. Um, they mentioned it on our... What's, uh, what's it called? It, it's called Osiris New <laughs> okay. Dawn. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool because they, they mentioned it on the... Um, WordPress site in response to me saying I was after playing No Man's Sky, I, I was hungry for a a good space game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, take that No Man's Sky. Yeah. Well, it, it, First bad review. <laughs> well, you know, no No Man's Sky, like I don't know. It it fired my imagination enough, but it just never actually like delivered. Right. Um but uh yeah, this uh this game it's um it's basically Ark in space. And it's in early access, so so dinosaurs. So, so it really is like Ark. Yeah, it really is. It is actually really <laughs> like Ark. Um, but yeah, like you, you can really tell that it's it's quite early on because like they've got like um, there's crafting and mm-hmm. stuff. So you've got like buildings to build and things like that. But some of them just tell you that they're not available at all right now, even though the icon is there because of the early access stuff. And they've got things that like they got these giant sandworms, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all set on like this desert sort of planet oh, so dune yeah it's like dune mm. um and the sandworms look awesome but there's no sound with them so they can just what? sneak up on you these <laughs> giant fucking sandworms you don't see the ground lift up as they no, approach no that's it? the thing there's no like there should be like no bugs bunny like no there should thing? be like a rumbling or something like that to, mm-hmm. or you know well, some kind of audio literally any sort of indicator yeah, any anything <laughs> it's just completely silent you see this thing pop up and then just like dive down in front of you is it like, epic does it do the whole whale thing like it pauses in the oh, air and then it, go back down it, it looks epic un- until like you see it go back into the ground when it's just penetrating straight through the ground with okay. no no particle effect particle effects do you, do you have to ride on the back of it to prove yourself to the atreides um, i don't no you don't okay. you don't and you don't become a uh spice worm god okay do, do you have the worm sign no, oh. no, um, but that th- yeah, that that's also a thing because like these worms, you have no way of knowing where they are. Yeah, right. You don't see them like like uh, you know doing you the don't whale see thing. or hear them. There's there's no you don't see them. You don't hear them. And then suddenly they the only emerge. time you yeah the only time yeah. you ever see them is when they pop up in front of you and dive down at yeah. you. Like like you saw the um, giant sea of sand. Yeah, right? because you know it's it's real dune like yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, w- Blake was showing me this game earlier. He was he was like showing me in advance of the podcast. Um, yeah, and he was he excitedly told me he got to the edge of this cliff and there was this big sea of sand, and then you could just go right out into there, and there was just nothing there. And I'm like, wow, that sounds really boring. He's like, no, 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 it's just it's like big and empty. I'm like, yeah, it sounds really boring. <laughs> Yeah, but well, like, you I, need like a vehicle or something to cross it. Yeah, that's great. What I said. So you, then you get to you get to drive for fifteen minutes. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah, but what? Who knows what's on the other side? What am I? Who find cares? Out there? I don't want to spend fifteen minutes to go to something. Just oh, maybe there's something. Oh, more rocks and something to mine. Great, awesome. 
if there's something on the other game. side, <laughs> put it on this side. It's, if I don't want to, it's uh. it's it's a space game, yeah, yeah, but, but with a, sand, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and uh, so you know, it's a survival game, and you build stuff, and eventually. <laughs> You will be able to. Uh, you build a spaceship, and then you can go out into space. Here's, it's a survival game that takes that there's, where there's no fall damage. By the way, yeah, that's weird. I wonder if they're gonna. They're gonna uh, I wonder if like in. because it only just came out like last week, they just have no fall damage. Right. Because I don't like the movement. like all that well. Right. Like you you have a sprint, which is fine, but it um, it 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 sort of like uses up your oxygen level and. Does that replenish? Yeah, that replenishes um, okay. unless you get a leak, and then you have to tape it up with uh, duct tape. Wait, really? Yeah. Where do you get duct tape from? I don't know. Mine I just it. started with like some <laughs> oh, duct tape, yeah. and I'm like, man, I've got to be careful not to puncture. And there's uh, plants all around oh. that uh, are spiky, Ugh. and they'll if you get too close, oh man, they'll they'll puncture your suit, and you got to tape it up. Silly. Um, but there's a lot of like, uh, <laughs> I, I I saw that there's like a lot of like bars and like. Um, uh, numbers and things that don't change, like your flashlight. It has a, it has a, in your inventory, it has a thing about your flashlight battery level that never changes. It's got an inventory thing about your, um, your jetpack fuel, and that never changes. So I, th- right, you know, so there's a lot of stuff that's stuff not, that's just gonna be added. In. Yeah, yeah. Well, does okay. I, I'm gonna preface this by saying I don't think survival games are for me. Yeah, I don't think they are for you because. I, I quite like the challenge of, like, staying alive against yep. the odds. What I don't like is having to manage, like, going to the bathroom or... Oh, your suit just takes care of that. <laughs> or, like... Recycling into water. Or, like, b- body temperature is kind of an annoying thing. Yeah, but actually, body temperature is part of it as uh, well. Because if you sprint, your your suit heats up too much, so you have to slowly start walking again. See, there is a, comes a point where you've got so many variables... And you have to keep track of so many of them. Yeah. But they, it just becomes like more of a, I don't, okay, I'll just stay in the base because I don't want to deal with it. Sure. Like, I don't want to do anything. But you do reach to a point where you don't have to worry about that. Like, uh, the, Well, then what's the point of the game? Good question. You're, you're trying to get good gear. You're trying, you're, to, you're trying to get to the point where you don't have to survive. Kind of, yeah. And, and then, then, then you can what? just roam off into the and desert. And then you can and go explore. walk into your desert. Yeah, for, can, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait till I build a, a nah. vehicle and just ride off into the desert. Uh, I have to be the naysayer here. I think this is... It's fine. Like, it's, I think it's fine. It's... it's uh, there's so many games like it that it's just... That's, that's, yeah, it's, that's it's the same old thing with a new skin. Yeah. And that's, it, it like, kind to of me, kind but, of like whatever. Yeah. But I like the idea that um, you can go to different planets, which is, you know... Very no man's sky ish. Yeah, but you have actually that something out well. to do on. The, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you actually have something to do on the planets, which is like building bases so and getting resources. And you that. said they're planning how many planets? Um, so man, I'm so sure I read this somewhere. It must have been on their Steam page, but it's def. I'm pretty sure it's not in the game. But they're they're planning like I read sixty like handmade planets. Right. So I guess emphasizing handmade, they didn't want to say procedurally. Right, right, because right. Because that's a bit of a now bad word at the upon. moment yeah well, uh how many are there right now one yeah and how complete is it um well it's the desert planet you know well the planet yeah. itself is pretty complete like i mean i've only seen a small area of it but right it's already like in that small area it's more interesting than one whole or dozens of planets in, in no man's sky yeah mm-hmm. is there water um no okay you well <laughs> you have to you have to make so- well that's also a thing is like uh, 
you're supposed to be like replenishing your water, right? And um, you get that through like a machine that you build. So it like, you know. Is it a moisture gathers, collector? Yeah, are you, like are you a literal moisture farmer? Yeah, you're, you're, are you're you on Tatooine? Farmer. It could be. <laughs> it looks like Tatooine. Um, but like needing water doesn't even seem to be a factor at the moment. Like, okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's super, it's super early. I feel like it's even earlier than how Ark was, like when I first started playing Ark. I don't like this trend. Of... But, oh, oh, here's the thing. Here's actually what made me buy it. It was only 30 bucks. So it was only half the price of a full price game. Of No game. Man's Sky, yeah. yeah. But and it's, I, it's currently did... one planet out of 60. <laughs> but that planet is already more interesting than any of the planets in No Man's Sky. Okay, but what what's your goal? Uh, the, I don't have goals. Because right now, most of the, <laughs> most of the, out most of the, the challenge components aren't even working. That's like, true. That's most true. of the things that are going to make the game difficult aren't there. Yeah. So right now, true. all you've all you've actually purchased is something to mine rocks on. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. I think my goal at the moment is just to like explore the whole like explore, explore Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. Explore Tatooine. I really want to go yeah. out into that desert and see what's up. But it's also like it makes me uh excited for what they're gonna do and maybe that's uh maybe that's uh that's really what the problem with these pre-release yeah these these, like early releases is they're selling the game on the promise of what it could do not on what it's actually doing yeah um now like path of exile was an early release game but like the the game systems were there yeah and like well it already was basically a full game when we released i think it was two acts when yeah it was two acts i remember playing two acts and and complete uh, and there were four difficulties, and mm. like there was the the predecessor to the maps, so yeah. like there was plenty of gameplay, um, and plenty yeah. of skill gems, and yeah. plenty of gear items, and like there's I think such a huge difference between what early release has become, or early access, whatever, and what mm. it used to be. Or it used to be we are finishing things up. Mm. Now it's we have a prototype. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is a little bit like that. I don't like it. it don't guys like that. just finish your game. But dude, the thing is if the price is right, I'm I'm willing but to But you paid do it. half for a full price game for less than like two uh, percent. It'll be fine. <laughs> I, I didn't think of that. I just thought like man, No Man's Sky was like eighty bucks when I bought it or whatever. <laughs> this this is thirty bucks. Uh, I'm in I'm into it. Okay, um, well, but I was also playing. Uh, fingers crossed that it, it works out. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, yeah. also, like this turns out, uh, paying for the full game in in early access doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get all the content. Yeah, it's, yeah. because what's Ark doing? Oh, you mean the uh, <laughs> yeah the expansion? Yeah, yeah. For the game that's not I out. I haven't bought that because of of uh, because it's not out. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a complete out. game. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. One of my mates that um. Was re- is really into art, man. He was pushing so hard for us to buy, buy that DLC because it looks really cool. And I was right. like, yeah, that that looks really awesome. But is it complete? Are they? Is I have it, no, I have no it, idea because the main it, game is, is still it, in early access. Here's what we've got planned for DLC. The DLC. <laughs> yeah. Here's five percent of it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it looks it looks complete. Like there's a lot of like different stuff in there. It's it's basically Ark. I mean, you saw it. It's basically it's Ark in a dragon world. It's pretty cool, but. Dragons were in their <laughs> their original trailer for Ark, and now they're like, "Oh, now you get to pay for them." Yeah, again. now you get to pay for them. Like, yeah, money. Um, but yeah, like that. Um, I didn't buy it because like it just it doesn't smell right to me. <laughs> no, I've heard I've heard plenty of people you know justify it, and you know that's fine if if you want to buy it 
then that's fine. But I don't want to set a trend for other developers. You know what I mean? Right. Like I don't want, I I don't, I don't want people to see this as a possible thing to be like, you know, if a, if this Osiris game, you know, comes out suddenly with paid DLC, that's it's not it's not good. It's not a good. I don't think I, it's a good trend at all. I am worried we are heading towards a 1980s style crash. Crash because um, there are more. There, there's more and more money. Yeah, coming out of video games, like, and so there's more and more money being put into video games. And then there are a lot of people who are getting into video games for the money, right? And mismanaging it yeah. or um, misappropriating funds. Uh, I'm going to. There's a there was a Kickstarter called Project Phoenix, okay, um, which was it got over a million dollars. This was three years ago. Um, I checked their Kickstarter. I I didn't contribute. I I used to do work for the guy who is running this project. Yep. Into the ground. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um, Damn. Now I see why you don't work for him anymore. <laughs> well, he he ran the old, the other project <laughs> into the ground as well. Anyway, um. He, they they did an update recently, where it was like, here's what's going on in the company. Uh, we are doing some like QA work for hire. Oh what? Um, and finishing up another work for hire game, and we bought a meeting table. Oh my god! <laughs> and also, we're planning the uh, scenario for Acts One and Two of the game you paid for three years ago. Oh Jesus! Like, what is going on yeah. with that? Three years ago, they got a million dollars. Three years later, they are planning the scenario. You know what? They didn't get a programmer until about a year ago. Oh, little, a little yeah. less than a year ago. They didn't have a programmer for two and a bit years. Yeah. It's like this is just such a, a sign to me that like uh, it's attracting people who have less of an interest in games as like a, a product or an art mm. um, and more as a as a business. And that's not, that's not good. Um, Especially with all the early access stuff. This is, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. good. I, yeah, I, um, well, I just kind of don't like that half the new releases on Steam these days are just, or over half the new releases are just early access games. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, uh, I, I genuinely think this is, uh, this is heading towards a collapse of some sort. Yeah. There is going to be a point at which uh, there are more, Games making promises and looking for funding, mm. then there are people willing to, yeah, it might bet just, on them. It might just get to a point where nobody wants to buy bloody early access games uh, anymore. And a bunch of studios are going to close down as a result. And there's going to be a few large studios remaining, and a lot of indie startups that uh, that do shoestring budget stuff. Mm. And then it's just going to be like a, a complete change to back. I probably revert to the old ways because mm. um, I can't see this being sustainable. What what made you buy the Osiris game? Um, oh man, I you saw it as thirty dollars, and you're like, oh, this yeah, is a sweet so, deal. Uh, it was kind of an impulse purchase in a way. You're um, encouraging that kind of behavior, yep, Blake. Yep, I know. But I I checked it out like online first, and was like, oh yeah, this looks like you know it's got something there. Like it's got it's got content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and dude, like I was saying, No Man's Sky just made me want a decent. A game with content. A game with content, yeah. <laughs> and, I could recommend you yeah, and one this, game. And I was saying on the last podcast uh, what I thought No Man's Sky was worth, and I said it was like I'd pay $30 for it. Oh. 
right? <laughs> and, like, and then I was like, oh shit, this game is $30. Mm. And a lot of the reviews are saying this is what No Man's Sky should have been like. Uh, and geez. I'm like, I'm, I'm in there. Also, the amount of positive reviews for it mm. got me because they were all mostly positive. Who's reviewing this game? It's not out yet. Users. <laughs> this is so annoying yeah, to people, me. Yeah. <laughs> I get so angry when but, I hear about this stuff. You know, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I just wanted I just wanted a decent <laughs> space game. Why is that so hard? Why can't I have yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll see how this turns out. Uh, but I'm okay because I, it only paid thirty bucks for it, so I'm not. Which I might be a lot of money for, to some people, but luckily I'm. It's okay. Mm. Uh, but also, I also bought another early access game. Oh God. This was Damn like, it, Blake. This, I think <laughs> I think this this was only like What are you doing? <laughs> no! Bad Blake. This this game was uh I think it was only like fifteen, I think. So it's all What's right. it called? It's called Folktale. <laughs> what was it? Folktale. Okay. And um it is a uh it's it's actually way more complete than I think uh, Osiris is like it's it's actually been in development for like what quite style a while. of game is it? It's a um, village management game. Okay. So it's like um, uh, like uh, what's that one? Banished. Have you guys ever seen seen that? Nope. Um, that game you're basically you know, creating a village in the frontier. Right. And in Folktale, you're creating a village in like fantasy, but basically a, a giant fantasy island, um, and uh, you know it's it's populated with like trolls and giant spiders and things like that and um so you build up like this settlement and it's got the whole thing of like uh you tell your guys to the, the like people to collect resources and things like that um but then you start building buildings that uh well you start needing resources that rely on other resources that rely on other resources kind of thing so you end up with like this house of cards kind of situation where um the break turn to the camera and start talking yeah yeah, and you, you you kill a dog in the opening <laughs> scene. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Andy. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, so you end up with like you know resources depending on other resources, and your your villagers will start um, have like wants and needs and things like that. So you're managing those sorts of things, and it, you you might see that like um, they're lacking in one resources, like clo- clothes, for example. They might be like, oh, I've, I don't have. Oh no, I've made a naked village. <laughs> yeah, oh, they they this they're, they're starting to get low on. Uh, Clothing. What? <laughs> so I go. Okay. Why? So I go. Okay. Why is that? Is it because? <laughs> why is that? Oh, my, my, okay. Who's eating the clothes? <laughs> is is it because like there aren't enough people making the clothes, or is it because there's not enough resource um, for right. making the clothes, or sure. is it that there's not enough earlier resource for making the resource that need is needed for the clothes? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's got like this crazy chain thing. And yeah. Bas- ba- uh, Banished was a lot like that. Like, okay. Um, but Banished, you would um, basically get to a point where you're self-sustaining. And then you're yeah. just sort of sitting there going, well, I guess I'll just like get bigger and bigger and right. whatever. But in this, it's like you get to a point where you're pretty much self-sustaining. And then you're like, right, I can like build an army. Right. Uh, well, not not so much an army, but like a little a little uh, a militia. Yeah. Yeah. And you outfit those guys with um, weapons and armor and stuff yeah. that you build as you know, you have a blacksmith, and he'll he'll build stuff from the resources that have been gathered, and and those little guys like level up as well. Mm-hmm. So they're not just you don't really want to just throw them away because you don't want to send them in to die because you know they'll get stronger if they survive. 
Uh, and then you can go out and like take over like little little goblin villages do, and do things quests like that. and stuff. Yeah, there's like yeah. I think that yeah, there's some yeah, there actually is some like quests. That's, it's good. I like that there's uh, objectives to pursue. Um, yeah, that's what I really liked about it. That sounds cool. That's actually a game I'd probably be interested in. I like mm. I like those sorts of um, slow burning uh, management games yeah. with, a, with an end goal. I yeah. really I I I've discovered I am a I am an objective oriented gamer in a lot of right. in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um. So it, and that's called that's called folktale. Folktale. It's um, yeah, it's early bucks. access, but it's like see that sounds much more fifteen bucks, and that's way it was, more appealing. It was fifteen, than, maybe twenty, than than walking around in a desert for yeah. a year. I think it was definitely it was. I mean, it was cheaper than thirty, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was under twenty, so something around there. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. Let's, uh, let's talk about me. <laughs> let's talk about you, Nick. <laughs> um. So I I went away. Um, I'm sure. Did you? I, I, I think so. Man, you're so mean. <laughs> um, I went. I went to the U.S. for a vacation and to visit my family and my girlfriend's and, and meet my girlfriend's family. Um, and as part of that, uh, I went to Disney World for basically a week. It was like six days at at the actual parks, um, which is a lot of time. And while I was there, I noticed video games are everywhere. <laughs> they're pretty um, big. Yeah. But not just that, but they are just like gap fillers at, at, at the Disney parks now. And not just that. Uh, I mean, one of the favorite rides of, of the family I went with is basically a video game. Um, so there there's a, a, a ride that's been the, the, around for maybe a decade called like Buzz Lightyear Star Command, something like that. Yeah, I've heard of that. And basically, you're on a track in a car with like a a, a souped up laser pointer, um, and you're you're hitting targets with your souped up laser pointer, and so is the person next to you, and they sort of keep score, and um, and the targets are like actual targets, basically plastered around uh, wooden cutouts of like Emperor Zerg and stuff like that. So it's um, not really a video game; it's just, a, but it is a game, mm-hmm. right? It's like a carnival game. Do they look much cooler than wooden cutouts? I'm pin- oh. They're like beautifully painted wooden cutouts, mm-hmm. but like, um, and it, and it's all it's like actually it's quite it's quite cool, um, but ultimately it's they're kind of like it's meant to be like a simulation, mm-hmm. a training simulation rather than gotcha, like, yeah. Uh, you are actually fighting Emperor Zerg. Oh, what for like a uh, for for uh, space but, cadet or exactly like that. So, exactly because yeah. you're at you're at space command right or right. star command right yeah, um, uh, then they. Did they released? I guess within like the last year or so, maybe a couple years. Um, another one, I think it's like called Toy Overload or something like Toy Story Toy Overload. Um, I don't know the exact name, but basically, it's it's the same concept, except they've done away with all the practical stuff. It's literally you sit in a cart and you get zipped between screens when you've got three D glasses on, oh, and cool. you play a shooting gallery game. Nice, and you have like a the trigger is like a pop gun, and so it's like a ball on a string, and you pull it back, and it goes. And um, and then like you can see on the screen, your a ball fly towards wherever you're aiming. Oh wow! Um, in like a little arc, and you've got your 3D glasses on, so there's a sense of like depth to it. But it's it's all on a screen, and all of the actions happening on screens, mm. and and it's not like your thing is constantly moving. It zips between screens and stops and waits for you to play the game yeah. for a while. So it's literally like you're going and 
and you're staying in line for an hour to play like a fairly basic shooting gallery game. How much, how, how much did you pay to play this? Game? I mean, <laughs> whatever the admission of the park was, right? But um, it's it, I mean it's it's well done and it's actually quite a fun game That's and cool. like there's like levels of mastery there and um, as evidenced by the fact that I got a great score. <laughs> uh, but. It's just funny to me that they kind of just did away with the ride component yeah. for the most part. The ride is sort of secondary to the the game, and people love it. and mm. And it's like one of the most popular rides at at Lake Hollywood Studios. Mm. Um, but there are also games uh, placed uh, in queues uh, in the lines for the rides. If Space Mountain is like one of the most popular rides at the Magic Kingdom Park, you could be standing in line for about an hour, maybe, um, and there is a section in the line where there's just a bunch of screens and like a, I'm not, I didn't get to play it because I always had a fast pass for that ride. Oh, right. But, um, but it looked like it was like a trash management game. Basically like space debris would fly in and you'd control a thing that would try and grab the space debris and, and move it out. Hmm. And uh, it's not like you're trying to go for a high score and I don't think there was anything like, I don't think there was like a, an ending or levels or anything, but it's, um, something to do like it's an interactive mm. thing that you can it's sort of on theme and so they kind of designed it because the line will be moving right so you can't yeah too so long you don't you're not you're not compelled to stand there for a super long time yeah. but it's while you're standing there either you've got something to do and there was another one called the like seven dwarves mine cart something or other whatever um and it's the same deal like, there was a a like uh color and shape matching game in the line that for you to play with and it's just cool that, like, uh, and also kind of scary that, like, games are just part of now yeah. the immersion elements at, at Disney World. And Disney World is, like, the Disney theme parks are all about world building. And so to go down, the like, the video game route is really interesting mm -hmm. to me. Do you um, think um, they did that because they noticed people in line just playing on their phone? Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I suspect they did it because previously you would have, like, just decorations, right? You, if you're in the Pirates of the mm. of the Caribbean ride, you've got, like, a cannon and, like, some barrels of rum and some pirate gold and some chests and, you know, whatever. Um, and you, you look at it and you go, wow, that's really cool. Look how detailed this is. And then you're still standing there for another two minutes before you get to move forward. Yep. This, you, you now get to, like, you look at the... There's still tons of decoration... But then, when you're not looking at decoration, you're you're occupied doing something else, um, and and not really like losing out on the experience at all. Disney sort of lives and dies by people having a good time. Yeah. And as like populations continue to grow, the the amount of attractions they can fit in a park doesn't really mm. grow, and so they have to find more efficient ways to keep people having a good time. And so, putting games in lines is such a clever and and kind of surprising direction they went in like i wouldn't have expected it but it didn't seem out of place and they did a really good job how is it getting from ride to ride is there some entertainment to be had on your way to rides um or just people dressed up i mean it's there are people dressed up um like in the toy story area there are people who dress up as like the green soldiers and stuff and they'll mark awesome I, I, Do they have the feet thing the, like, yes they, okay yeah, so flat, they're hopping big, around flat big flat pieces on their feet <laughs> wow. awesome um, and um, they, uh, I, I remember as we were leaving, one of the soldiers just followed a woman around, and that's all he did. 
was just follow her. And <laughs> she didn't notice for like, oh, a, wow. at least while I was there, it, I watched for like two minutes and she was just wandering. She went to the pretzel stand, got a pretzel and he's still standing behind her. <laughs> and she so watched. Would he freeze? Like if, if she turned I, around? I don't remember. I don't, okay. I don't think so. Although I've heard cool. um, if you shout Andy's coming mm-hmm. to any of the Toy Story characters, they fall on the ground. Oh, wow. <gasps> awesome. Um, when, uh, when I, I saw a pair of girls shout Andy's coming to the soldiers and they replied with something like, um, no, he's not, but thanks for keeping on your toes or something. I don't remember. <laughs> but they, they they didn't drop on the ground. I didn't feel like it. No. <laughs> They're just like, nah, not today. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like 30 degrees outside, fellas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, it was way warmer than 30. Every five minutes, we got one of these so bloody warm. kids coming up here and shouting about uh, <laughs> Andy. We're not doing this. Yep. Yeah. Come on, brats. Come on. Um, you know, I, I bet if uh, Walt Disney was around right now, he'd be a game developer. You reckon? Uh. Maybe, maybe. He'd, he he did. He yeah. was a very creative it, person. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the new Jews. frontier. What's <laughs> he that? Really, he was he was anti-Semitic. No, <laughs> yeah, he really was. He, no, he I, wasn't. I don't think he, he was. wasn't. He wasn't. Like, he was. Like, he from, wasn't. from that book, I didn't get that impression. Yeah, I didn't get that from that book. He at, at the at the worst, he uh, was sort of just oblivious. <laughs> like maybe okay. like like anti-Semitic stuff would get into like the movies, but he's just like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about those people. <laughs> Jeez. Right, fair enough. Whatever. Okay. Oh. <laughs> South and South. What is it? Tales of the South, though? Oh, Tales. Oh, with um, Br'er that, Rabbit. That's and... considered, like, their most racist movie. Uh, I think it's called Tales of the South. I, I, Song of the South, South I, think, I think is what you're Song talking about. Song of the South. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never actually seen it. Um. Wait, Blake, you you actually had a thing. I, I'm I want to hear. Oh about no, it. I mean, Nick, no, I'm, oh, you, I'm, you, you still got stuff to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. Where like, else were you in America? You were gone for like a month. Uh, I went to Vegas. Vegas, uh, obviously, lots of gambling, lots of slot machines. Slot machines are definitely taking some lessons from video games. And in fact, there were some slot machines based on existing video games. Yeah, oh, wow. got There's, that Flappy Bird slot machine. Uh, no, but there was a Bejeweled one. Oh, and there was a Zuma one. Oh, Zuma. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is another pop cap game. Yeah. Um, and so PopCap had just, PopCap has gotten, uh, uh, there was some like Konami, oh, uh, man. property ones. There was a, there was a Dungeons and Dragons, um, slot machine that I tried very briefly. Wow. That was not good. Uh, <laughs> um, was it just like roll a, di- roll a, a D20 and see, <laughs> <laughs> you lose a critical fail, <laughs> a critical fail, <laughs> yeah. just saps the money out of your account. Um, there was a Monopoly machine that we played the most of that was pretty good. Oh, wow. Um, it had some kind of interesting game elements. Um, you saw, so uh, talking about Disneyland, uh, you mentioned Disney World. Um, I heard that there was like this, uh, um, what's it called, alternate reality game that happens within the parks. And yeah. you saw some uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in Magic Kingdom, I think there, I don't know where you start it or anything, but it seems like there's like a sort of treasure hunt style game. Yeah. Um, where there are like, symbols and clues and all scattered all throughout the parks and you have to keep your eye out for them and you maybe i think maybe you have a key or something mm. maybe you might do some of that with your cell phone apparently there is some stuff that you do with your cell phone in, in there's like a, a a similar thing in the epcot right uh park um but i saw like coming out of Car- pirates of the caribbean uh, a father and their and his kid walk up to like a I think it was like a crate with like a clock on it and uh, like, like like a grandfather clock. And he did something and 
the clock had some lights appear around it and then like uh a symbol appear on it like light up on it in on the wood hmm. like it wasn't on the clock face or anywhere where there was obviously like a place that for stuff to appear it was just beautifully well was hidden. this outside this is inside this is inside oh, okay. the gift store um oh, right. okay. uh and then they jotted something down and they moved on so there's like obviously yeah. some sort of like uh treasure hunty uh thing but it's it's beautifully intertwined with the the world and the decorations um man disney's so good at world building it's crazy and they're using some amazing practical and special effects to do it you want to talk about um the beauty and the beast yes if you if you're near a computer right now you should google uh i think beauty and the beast disney world uh mirror maybe or oh yeah lumiere you could also google lumiere and there's like a 15 minute video of a full tour of like the Bell's magical experience or something like that um but basically it's like the actual thing is uh little kids get to play out a, a bit from beauty and the beast which is not that interesting mm. um but uh as a part of that they have the best animatronics i've ever seen and they have the craziest like entry experience i've ever seen where <laughs> i don't know that i want to spoil it um uh, but it involves a a mirror on the wall. Yeah. I reckon, okay, I reckon... Uh, Do you want to post if, it on Facebook or something? Yeah, or? we can post it on the Facebook, okay. but uh, you, if, if you don't want it to be spoiled, skip ahead a couple minutes, because... Okay, you, want, you really want to discuss yeah, it? Yeah, because it's cool. Yeah. Okay, skip ahead about, I don't know, a couple minutes. Uh, All right, you've been warned. Yeah. Basically, you're standing in this room, and I saw this in person, and it's it's, it's incredible in person, and it's it was really cool in video, but in, in person, it's like, yeah. I'm kind of unbelievable. Um, and you're looking at a, a mirror on the wall, and the like Disney employee says something like, "We're gonna try. We need to take you back to when Belle met the Beast. So we're gonna chant something, and you you chant the thing, and then the frame of the mirror sort of starts to twinkle and light up in like a magical way. And I, I mean, I'm going, okay, cool. They're projecting a light yeah. on it, and then the mirror starts to show images of like the kingdom and um then the mirror starts to stretch and deform and and grow larger and the kingdom sort of sweeps across to the uh, the front of the castle door and so now the mirror is just looking like the door and then the door opens up and then you walk through it yeah (laughs) and it's like so all, all you know is i was looking at a mirror the mirror showed some images, and now I'm walking through the mirror. What has gone? On? What is going on we here? Would, we would you figured out how they did it? Yes. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a, I mean, so it's a sort of a false wall with some sliding uh, panels and like to to make the mirror grow. Mm. And the mirror is actually a screen. It's actually two screens that separate, um, and like they're sort of seamlessly put together and so when the door is shown as opening uh, the screen is separating at the same time but you cannot tell the first time you've seen it mm. unless you're like really looking for it i mean it helps that it's quite a dark yes area, it, sure. uh they do some amazing things with lighting um to to immerse you mm. and they do a lot of interesting things with like uh transparent materials to make things light up or to hide and then reveal stuff um like if you've ever been in like the haunted mansion, have you have you guys ever been to? I've never been to any Disney, Disney parks. I haven't even been to New Zealand's Rainbow's End. <laughs> you haven't uh, been there. I haven't been there. Oh. So haunted mansion, like the intro, 
one of the one of the first things you do is you walk into this like sort of octagonal room and the wall closes behind you and you realize there's no way out and um a dude starts talking and there are these paintings around they're kind of like cheesy looking paintings but then they start to grow the paintings start to grow taller and taller oh shit and um the these sort of quirky but creepy sight gags are revealed at the bottom end like there's a noble-looking guy who is then revealed that he's not wearing any pants, right. and then it's revealed that he's sitting on a grave, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the the creepy set voice says, "Now you realize that there's no way out of the room, but one, my way out." And then the room goes dark and a flash of lightning, and you look up, and there's a guy hanging from the rafters. Oh shit! Um, but you couldn't see him before because the room the the room. Is, trans- is 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 opaque right. until there's a light behind it and the light in your, in your side is off. It's mm. like one way mm. glass or whatever. Oh, but yeah, it's yeah. Done, I think yeah, it's done with like a, a material. Um, so that's like one of the examples of the stuff they do with like transparent materials and and, and lighting. Um, and they use it a lot, but they use it to such great effect that you never notice it until mm. like it's the the trick is already been pulled. Um, and so the the, the animatronics, my god. The, while you're looking at that Beauty and the Beast thing, look at the Lumiere animatronic candle is ridiculously lifelike. I don't know how they did yeah, it. Yeah, that is pretty crazy when, when I saw that. I was like, it looks like, you know, it looks like 3D animation. Like, Yes. But it's but it's, but it's sitting thing. in the room yeah. and you can look at it and if you if, if no one's looking, you could probably anything. touch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I would, yeah. Um, I wonder what they'd do if you went, went to reach up and you, have it. <laughs> be would, kicked out of the park. From, but, but would they be in character? Uh, <laughs> or so, somehow? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Time to be executed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The, 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 uh, there's also like some really outdated stuff that looks terrible, of course. Oh, right. There's yeah. a thing called the Carousel of Progress, which is okay. um, uh, you sit down. And you are looking at some old animatronics from, like, I think the last time it was updated was 1993. See, but then that even sounds interesting to me, like, old animatronics. Yeah, it's, sounds... it's like, it doesn't look, per- it's like, you can recognize that it's meant to be a person, but it's, yeah. you're not like, oh, who's that? <laughs> you know? Um, and, and it's like, well, this is back in the 1900s, and look how how advanced are we? We're yeah. so, we have a, a stove that doesn't set the house on fire, you know, that sort of thing. And then uh, the chair you're sitting, the, the chairs everyone's sitting in rotate to the next section. Oh, right. Like yeah. The, the, the seats rotate, the stage doesn't. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard of that. And then it's like the 1920s, and look how advanced we are. We have electric lighting. Uh, and it's the 1940s. We can play music, blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, but like the, you get to the part where it's like f- forward looking at the future, oh. and it's like there's HD television. Oh. And of, of, the virtual reality game. Everyone has a jetpack. A talking oven, but it's it was all of these things exist or are bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so well, it's dude, like I, really I, outdated. I still like <laughs> that's still fascinating to me from a uh, I don't know from a I don't know intellectual yeah, point yeah, of view yeah. or something. It's, it's it's kind of funny. It's also really sexist. Really, woman's, woman's always in the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> even in the nineteen ninety three version. What is that? Yeah, we've got uh, talking ovens. Yeah, we don't, we don't need people in the yeah. kitchen. <laughs> it's it's that one's really funny. It's worth saying because of how wrong it is. When, <laughs> yeah. when does it when does it stop? At it the nineties? 
They never give a year for the forward-looking one, but okay. yeah, it, it was last updated in 1993. I checked yeah. on Wikipedia. Uh, okay. But, but like yeah. all of that technology all is now outdated. Yep. Mm. The forward-looking That's stuff. Right. Dude, I, li- I love that kind of thing. Like, um, <laughs> One of the things they mentioned is a car phone. <laughs> what? Yeah. A car phone? A phone that's in your car? Yeah. <laughs> How? How? How do they do it? Doesn't it need to be plugged into the wall somewhere? <laughs> it's so funny. It must have a massive antenna on it, though, surely. Uh, um, I, I, there's a YouTube clip of, uh, I think it must have been maybe a World's Fair or something like that. And it yeah. was from, must have been the 50s mm-hmm. or kind of in the 40s must have been the 50s but it was like the the home of tomorrow yeah and it was like everything was all but that was it was super sexist as well right it was of course like, you know because that doesn't update <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was like you know the woman in the kitchen and she's just like everything is at a, at a push of a button but it's like everything was buttons yeah like you press everything for like button for and there's a panel on the wall this. or something like yeah, that yeah it's and all just in one panel yeah and then there's like the dad in his study um, looking at like, there's basically a uh, a uh, do, do you know what a, a microfish machine is? Yeah, the it, ones at the library. Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of looks like that, but it's um, supposed to be like he's paying the bills on his computer, and it's got like, a screen and stuff, and it, which is kind of real and now, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just you know you do banking or whatever right, on the right, internet. Right. But it, it envisioned it as like an actual physical kind of like. Well, not physical, but an actual representation of like an actual page would like slot into view, right? And he'd like I don't know do something, and then the writing would appear. He'd press a button, and a, a, a new page would like slot into view, right? Like like, like just like those micro right, right, machines. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that kind of stuff is like cool. Yeah, yeah to, to look back on and be like, this is what like, they thought it was going to be like, and they. Almost there with you, the because you can see where they thought. Yeah, where, it's like we have. We, you can only really base things on concepts you understand. Yeah, yeah. And like we're now like several steps divorced from all of those things mm. or whatever. So like at that point they have the microfish thing. They they can't fathom of a of a complete of a screen you know that mm. is as as flexible as a yeah. computer screen you know. Um, but you know you get to that point and then it's like well. You look at Star Trek, and it's still all sort of monochrome oh, screens, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do the old, yeah, because <laughs> can't fathom colors. Yeah, I think what's cool is um, I was I've been watching uh over the last year I've been watching uh the Next Generation because it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, dude, it's so cool. Like they're just walking around with like basically iPads and tablets and stuff. Yeah, and it's like I mean because it's a prop, there's like nothing on it. It's no. just a light with I guess some sort of like film type thing to right. make it look like there's a screen there. But you know, I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, this is just my phone." Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yep, yep. Sliding doors, sliding doors, <laughs> yep, sliding doors. <laughs> but then you look at the like the you know the the '60s one, and it's like, oh god, yeah, they, they had no clue. I mean, well, sliding they, doors. They was only like they thing. only had what they they That's they had true. to base it off of what they, they had to flip knew. Phones, you know, they, they managed that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty amazing. But oh yeah, there was also something crazy. Uh, was uh, this weird thought that I had was um watching um Next Generation. They uh, they were orbiting some planet. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, one of the one of the guys says to the captain, "Oh, the um, whatever the alien race was, they've given us access to their central computer. You know, so the ship can now communicate <laughs> with the thing." And I was like, "That so, one computer." So hold on a minute. So like they couldn't envision like like a, a like an internet. If that was like modern day, they'd just right. be like, 
the planet has given us their Wi-Fi password. Yeah. 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 Now we have access to their all their well, stuff. Well, that's basically what they, yeah. It's yeah, a, that they, is what they did, but they, they envisioned get, it yeah. as a central thing. And all their all the civilizations they met, like meet right. all have a central computer core that's like runs the whole planet yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's funny to me that like when it's so decentralized. Yeah, now, yeah. But now it's like, it, what? what I can't that? imagine it going in that direction yeah. because that would be such like a, a such a vulnerable system. Yeah. Right? There was a really depressing movie I saw a little while ago. Do you remember AI? I think Spielberg did. Yes. It. Yeah. Do, do you remember the the parts of that movie? How um. I remember the end. I studied that movie for school. <clears throat> oh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I did an assignment on it. Oh. Do you remember the part where the the boy meets the dude and then they go to find like this all knowing yes. thing? Yes. Oh, right. the, the blue fairy. Yeah. Yeah. The blue yes. fairy. Isn't that really sad? Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, j- just the idea that you have to go to this one person that knows everything. Oh, you know, yeah. you couldn't access well, information everywhere. It also, was, wasn't it? Was like, it, it wasn't. I mean, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. It's it's a theme park thing. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. It's it's not. It's it's it's, it's all based on Pinocchio, right? Mm. And um, well, he was yeah he was wrong in thinking because he wanted to be a real boy. Yes. And he you know he he's knew about the, Pinocchio. And yeah, the blue cool. fairy makes Pinocchio a real boy, yeah. and the blue fairy was this. Yeah. Yeah, they they met a they AI. met a um, Einstein AI at, at some point, didn't they? Or like a computer hologram uh, of like Einstein head that that answered questions or something. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where they f- asked something about the where to find the blue fairy or something, and it. Oh, I can't remember. Uh, you're talking about AI, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, it's um, it's very sad. Yeah, that movie's so heartbreaking. Ugh. Yeah. Don't watch that if you want to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Watch is, that if you want to like man. weep for a little while. I do, like <laughs> that movie did not do well, but I still think I, about I it, it every once in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. I quite like that one. Like when he's didn't he get abandoned in the forest at some point? Didn't somebody try to abandon uh, him in the forest? He, well, he got dumped at like a robot junkyard, yeah. and and like all these robot survivors were like, oh, and and then like people who would make the robots fight each other for their yeah, amusement, right. and then he and Jude Law run away. Um, yeah. Jude Law is definitely the right choice to have someone portray a robot. That dude looks like a yeah. weird robot. Yeah. Um, but the ending of that film just dude, the ending of that film was like yeah, that was sad. Like, where the hell did that ending come with, with the aliens and stuff? Is that what you're talking uh, about? I'm talking about the okay again. Spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> just um, throw it out. This there. is a like 15 year old movie. Come on, yeah. no, nobody's. <laughs> have you heard about? <laughs> Have you seen the ending of Ben Hur? It's crazy. Um, <laughs> um, no, the part where like he's frozen, and then yeah. the aliens restore him, and he goes basically into his own mind and oh, has, right. in, yeah. into a simulation with his mother. Yeah, that's right, because his mother's there. But it's a simulated mother. Yeah. Who you oh, know so... they, she'll never grow old. He'll never grow old. But and and they'll live sort of in this weird stasis forever. Uh, yeah. Which is sort of like. Sweet, but at the same time, oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that movie was super weird. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked I liked it too. Like like I said, I still sometimes think about it. Every yeah, in a while. That's the I, to me. That's the sign of a. You can look at a movie and like reviews and whatever. Mm. If something like lingers in your yeah, mind, yeah. that to me is a sign of like a a, a good piece of of work. Yeah, yeah, um, or yeah, some, there's something important to be said there. I don't know. Anyway, how much time we got left? Uh, 10, 15 All right. minutes. Um, I've got a thing. All right. Hit this me with got, it. 
It's got absolutely nothing to do with video games. Yeah, Blake was teasing me with it yeah. um, a couple of days ago. No, I'm not sure if you heard about it, Nick, but Blake had something. Well, I had something, what, what, so what do you got? There's nothing to do with video games at all, but um, have you heard about the clowns? <laughs> what? Have you heard about... You Just I, you were just I, in I, America. I, Did you hear about the clowns? Oh, is this the, the clowns that were hanging out in, a, in the woods? This, this is about... In okay. a small village? So, so several, <laughs> I've heard about this. Yeah, so a couple, couple yes. months ago... In, <laughs> in, a couple months ago in South Carolina, it started, uh, that uh, kids were out playing and they came home saying that they'd seen creepy clowns just standing around in the forest. Mm. and they, they would wave at the kids and yeah. go... Come here, little boy. Yeah, and they, <laughs> like, they were trying to lure them with like <laughs> money and candy and stuff like that. And it was like, this is super weird. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, yeah, it's a, that's a weird like story. Mm. But it just kept going. Like these sightings kept popping and up. And more and more clowns started turning yeah, up. Yeah, and more right? and more clowns started showing up. And then adults started seeing them. Like one woman saw one near her home at like four, like, uh, what was that, like 2 a.m. in the yeah. morning, just like standing there. Yeah. And super weird. And then uh, it started spreading to neighboring towns. Yeah. And um, it's uh, so it 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 got to a point where like um, police <laughs> got involved <laughs> and are like like arresting clowns now. Awesome. And <laughs> yeah, about and, time. That, yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> and it's always like it's it's it totally is like um, you know teenagers and and young adults and and stuff Just that that think it's a a, a fun thing to yeah. do. Four um, channers, yeah, probably. But it gets it gets to a point where it's like um, they're they're walking around with knives and machetes, and like Ugh. I saw a video of like a clown with a chainsaw, and it's just like this is this is going too okay, far. Yeah, like you, someone you, you're ruining the joke hurt. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I heard uh, I heard one update where um, this woman who uh, was working at a school, um, I think she, I think she said she went out for a smoke or something, and this clown like came up and put. Her, his hand on her neck and said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you," and Ugh. or something like that, and then ran off. And it's like becoming beyond a joke now, but yeah. it's still spreading everywhere. And you're bringing it to New Zealand. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't need to bring it to New Zealand. It's already here. Whoa. A few days ago in um, Poerua, yeah, there was a sighting in a children's playground. No, of, uh, some some kids were like playing, you know, football or rugby or whatever, mm. and the ball went over to some bushes, and mm. the guy went over there. And saw a clown just standing in his bushes, like looking. No. And so they got the kids out, and uh, or everyone went home. But no one called the cops on this guy. Well, yeah, they did, and okay. the cop, the cops are saying like, "You have nothing to fear from these clowns." Like saying, "Don't, <laughs> don't, don't panic," you know, yeah. because the thing is like, I mean, they are it, not the New Zealand one, but some of these guys do seem quite threatening, you know, mm. like running around with knives and and stuff, mm. but. The fear is that um, they're gonna panic someone so much that they're just gonna like shoot them. Okay. Know? So you know they're gonna. Yeah, but if a clown dies, is that such a loss? Well, <laughs> uh. if you're dressing up, here's my thought on the on the matter. Yeah. If you're going to dress up and threaten people, yeah, don't spe expect them to not re yeah. like retaliate. And the thing is, like, there's been um, like for several years, there's been. Uh, clowns in in towns that uh, yeah. would be like the resident creepy clown. Like there was, yeah, there was, I remember there was a, one in the UK. Yeah, and... there was one in the UK who would just stand around at yeah. night. But that's the thing; he was standing there, not not doing anything, not luring anyone, no. not brandishing no. just, knives, not just, chasing uh, after just people. being a creepy presence yeah, yeah. rather than being and, an actual. Creep. And he had a Facebook page, and people would like upload photos of like, oh, I saw the, yes. I saw him here, I saw him there. This is like a step too far. This is far you know? too far. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: is that uh, 
it's it's taken a hit on uh, the professional clowns. Oh, like oh, professional clowns. Are, you know. Ha- yeah. Why would you hire a party clown? Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so now the. Uh, but to be fair, why would you hire a party clown in the first place? That's. that's I mean, good point. Yeah. I've never like I've been to birthday. I remember going to birthday parties where there was a clown, and I hated yeah. it. Yeah, I've never I've, liked I've never clowns. been to a, a birthday party with a clown. Been to a birthday parties with magicians. They're pretty cool. <laughs> okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're cool. Yeah. Smashed up my friend's watch and then gave and it then to left. him. And then left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then left. <laughs> I was like, that was a pretty cool trick. I was like, who it was the magician who disappeared. <laughs> Parents were like, "Did you hire him? No, did you? No. <laughs> He's just some guy that walked. he just walks. <laughs> you see, he looks for for balloons yeah. on a mailbox. Some guy in a top hat just walked by and said, here, give me your watch.' <laughs> smash, smash. There you go. Um, but yeah, now uh, there's a group of um, professional clowns who are organizing a march, and it's called mm-hmm. Clown Lives Matter. Oh no. <laughs> Do we live in this is real life? Like this what is real is, life. This is real life. Yeah. I'm just Guys, get your priorities straight. Don't dress up like a clown. And don't be a clown. Don't be a clown. And don't be a professional clown. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be a professional clown, don't march with under the banner Clown Lives Matter. Yeah, Clown Lives Matter, like, <laughs> oh, I don't oh, you guys are picking bad just, slogans. Yeah. I mean, did you hear Deus Ex got in like some shit for they had some uh like robot lives matter yeah or something they said like, like org lives matter or something yeah. on on one of their marketing things and they it's got, like we're gonna add a touch of real life yeah, into the story like a, except that you know there's like you know, groups that for whom that is like a an important call, call to arms yeah and, yeah and an important one and uh, but uh yeah. I'll, I'll i'll keep you guys updated on clown news in <laughs> okay, the coming weeks good because it's just it just keeps going. I thought this thing was gonna just die at those first few. Yeah, how long has it been going on, dude? A couple months. Jeez. Um. All right. Let's let's answer one question. Right. This came to us uh, via Facebook. Uh, I don't have the question asker asker's name here, so I'm gonna call him Todd Croissant. Well, is this a Facebook one? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Because it, it wasn't a direct question to us. It was just like, a question that was. Uh, well, I was tagged in on, and then I said, like, oh, yeah, oh. we'll add that to the podcast, and it's pretty cool. Okay, yeah, so Todd Croissant asks, sure. how do game reviews slash streaming, including sponsors and such, while in a studio, like a game development studio, um, <clears throat> oh, how do, how do I do these things and avoid conflict of interest slash dramas? Uh, thoughts? Let, let's say I found a, found a game studio and later wanted to try a Twitch slash YouTube gaming channel down the line. I live stream a let's play of a new game and I don't like it. Will that live stream get me in trouble for slagging off product from the competition? Well, I'm obviously I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> Otherwise I'd be making way more money. <laughs> oh. um, but like if you if you founded the company, uh, the only way I think you could really get in trouble is if you were like l- slandering. Yeah. Like if you're if you're lying like- about it. But like you're you're allowed to say bad things about the competitor because mm-hmm. you you know, you you probably you, you may very well believe like I mean one car company can say another com- cars company's cars are are worse or less mm. safe because you know that's what they believe and that's what maybe their yeah, studies an opinion well but not just that but it's it's you you have you know a right to promote your car and you can use examples it's the reason it's not done that much is because you can get into sort of like wars mm. like media wars this way um. But if you're not like a founder, you have to it's it's ultimately up to like 
the studio heads, right? Um, we, we work at a studio where we can work on our own games um, and, and our own side projects and stuff. Uh, and, you know, we can have a podcast where we talk about other games and critique them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, ultimately it's up to the listener to determine are they, you know, saying bad things about this, about a competitor because it's a competitor mm-hmm. or because they believe this or are they saying good things about their product because they believe it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like I think, um, I mean, it, it is basically then up to the audience to decide because like, I mean, we, you know, work on Path of Exile. Right. We just had a podcast called, you know, why Diablo 3 sucks. Yeah. It, then people listening would be a little suspicious to our like motives of yeah. talking about why Diablo and 3 sucks. It's, we we should disc- we like it, it's always helpful to disclose stuff like we work on Path of yeah. Exile, so take all of this with a grain of salt or whatever. Yeah. But um so I don't I think we've hardly ever mentioned Diablo anyway. No. But yeah, but there's also it sucks. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, there's my a... girlfriend plays Diablo all the time. <laughs> she loves it. Dude, the console the console version is really good apparently. Yeah, yeah, the console version is really good. But but yeah, there's a professional way to go about doing this and yeah, and a non professional And even if you even if you're unprofessional, all you're actually doing is risking your own reputation, right? Mm-hmm. You're making yourself look untrustworthy. Yeah. If we had a podcast called Diablo Three Sucks and um, didn't disclose we were part of Path of Exile, and someone figured it out, we wouldn't necessarily get in any legal trouble. We would just look like dicks. Mm, we'd probably lose. <laughs> yep. Lose cool. like it, yeah. It really comes down to that. I mean, also, you can, who's going to listen to that podcast? Like that, that's not yeah, like a I mean, bad that, podcast. That's the thing. You can have a, you, you can totally have a, a podcast about why Diablo 3 sucks, but if nobody's listening, then doesn't it doesn't matter. Right. You know? Um, and that's, uh, when, we t- when people talk about like uh, ethics and stuff like that, um, obviously, the reason it's important for a lot of companies is because it is in the company's best interest that they ha- look ethical and they have ethical employees. Mm-hmm. Because if they have uh, unethical employees, either the employee is going to harm the company directly or the, that uh, employee's reputation is going to harm the company indirectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and that's why, like, newspapers and whatnot live and die by their perception that they are uh that have journalistic integrity and 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 are telling the truth and yeah. and researching well if they lose those things they lose customers mm. um so yeah i guess to answer that question it's really up to the, up to you mm. uh and up to if if you're the studio head to be sort of honest and and disclose whatever information you think is relevant uh to maintain your company's reputation your reputation yeah but uh, it's you know no one's gonna say shouldn't have done that yeah because like uh, well and also like i mean he talks about if he started a company and and sl- you know slagging off competitors then i mean not all video games are competitors like, i don't consider you know uh i don't know clash royale as a path of exile competitor right so I don't know. I feel fine criticizing them about yeah. whatever. Like, I don't think anyone's going to come after you or any, like, you know, they're right. going to come after you for, for saying stuff. I mean, it, it would, I think it's interesting. It's because games are quite a new medium that this ever even, even gets asked. If some, if there's an author talking about other books, no one's going to go, ah, mm. how dare they? Yeah, true. Right? Yeah, if an, if yeah. there's a film director talking about films they liked or didn't like, no one's going to question that. Yeah. It, they are masters of their medium, mm. 
and and you know they're also lovers of that of that medium mm -hmm. and and they have a large knowledge base so it's only natural for them to want to discuss it i also wonder why uh the guy wants to play games that he doesn't like because i mean we we one of those angry video game nerd really, uh, youtube channels yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> We we don't oh, really this like old Nintendo Entertainment System game. Oh, it's not good. Oh, it didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> One million views. Um, <laughs> yeah, because um, you know we we just talk about the games that we enjoy playing. Mm -hmm. We don't. We we're not like a review and no site. man's guy and no man's guy <laughs> and and, and uh, GTA. <laughs> <laughs> you birds! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we don't. You know, we're not paid to review any you know every game that comes out not so, more <laughs> sure <laughs> oh i mean yeah like that's that's the thing right we just play whatever we want and yeah i mean if if we play a game that we don't like we'll we won't play it as long and we'll probably talk about why that is but we're yep. not going to be like playing it for hours and hours and hours and then completely like slay it yeah you no know, because we just don't want to play a game that right. we don't like yeah do, do you feel like it's kind of sad that you have to kind of be positive about stuff that you can't slander anything just because like some someone well, may... I'm not no you, you no I'm not talking about Blake's dumb game purchase <laughs> like <laughs> I think that was a dumb purchase yeah. <laughs> maybe <I'm> sorry <laughs> I mean maybe maybe yeah it, if you're still using it in like two weeks yeah I'll be very surprised if you if you like check it when it gets updated more than once, I'll be okay. very surprised. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. well, that's it. That's the thing. I'll, uh, if it, if it keeps getting updated as regularly as it seems to be, like I talk about how the worms have no no sound. Yeah, I, I saw an update recently that they do have sound now, so okay. that's good. So well, like, so that. I I bought Starbound early access. Yeah, yeah, and I played it for like a few days. Yeah, uh, haven't gone back. Haven't touched it since. It's, I'm sure it's way different. Yeah, now. dude, uh, I have Rory, no interest in checking it. Well, uh, if you listened to the last podcast. Rory talked quite a lot about. Okay. <laughs> Rory talked quite a lot about uh, Starbound, and it definitely has like changed a lot since um, okay. since I played it because I played it in beta as well. Meh. Yeah. So I'd, what you you're saying that that was a bad like that was a bad purchase then? I yeah I think early access is a mistake. Yeah, same, same here. Blake, you you you're supporting it, man. I, the same thing that you I know criticize. that's the thing. The same thing I complain about because i don't like all these early access games either but mm. sometimes so one of them will just be like hey we got well, we got something that you might like and then like, why not wait until it's done i'm impatient i guess that's but so you're you'd rather have a bad experience now than a good experience later or okay let's let's, let's even be a little more generous here you'd rather have an incomplete experience rather than a complete experience later I don't know. I would hope that both those experiences are fulfilling in some way. Like, my time with Ark, I don't regret at all, but that's definitely not a complete game. But have you played it recently? Not recently. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah, like, but I played what it if for like a year. What if it's so much better now? Well, then I'll go back to it. But you, you, that the part of what makes games exciting is newness, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, a, the reason our game gets popular at the start of a league is because there are new things. Yeah. No one no one's going to go, "Oh, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go jump on standard and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, look at some of those old items I've got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it will turn out to be a bad purchase, but 
I don't think it's going to be a bad I'm purchase. Okay I think it's just... At, you, at the price level it was, I'm okay with that. Like That's the okay. upper limit of what I'd pay for an early access game is $30. Right. And that Folktale one you know, was like 15 or something. And yeah, but I, you, you I said... Don't, that one sounds more interesting to me because yeah. it's, it's more complete. It's also it's been in development longer, I <laughs> yeah. think. Like, I, I went back to... I like I Google searched them and they used to be called something else and it was like, a, you know, very much more linear game back then. Right. All right, we're way over time. Yeah. Um, Severn, is there anything you want to say? No, no, I'm good. Um, I think you covered everything. Cool. I, I had a couple points for you. You, you took them. You, you, you done took them. You took them. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. I'm a chatty Kathy sometimes. No, no, it's been good. a while. It's good I that we to, have to stream my guts. Let's go. Um, good being back. Did you miss me? It's good, readers, it's good to have listeners, you back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, hosting, right, was... I don't know how you do it, man. It's... Yeah. Um... <laughs> You're a natural it's talker. Yeah. Not hard. Yeah. It's literally to say name questions. Dude, you, have no, <laughs> you, have, you have no idea how many, um, how much dead air I had to cut out of my podcast. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Sam's right. like your your podcast was good because like man, George can talk a lot. Of but, there, but there's some <laughs> cool art stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's good stuff going on. It's but. hard to speak. The, well, talk about design for me. Yeah. At, at an at a knowledgeable level, mm. and well, uh, and I, keep that going. That's what I was hoping to have Meanwhile, Carl at the same time. Mm. But, um, I can I can I can tell you about some Z brush stuff. Oh, can you? And Y brush, oh. Z brush, and uh, W brush. Oh, B brush, which is the street version. B brush, fly girls. Put your hands in the air. All right, we're out of time. <laughs> so let's end it on a terrible, nice little rap terrible end, joke. <laughs> Uh, what was uh, Bomb Funk MC was Bomb, wasn't, Bomb Funks wasn't that the dude is, yeah isn't that who did the B-Boys Fly Girls doesn't yeah, matter it was, was. alright if you want to email <laughs> us who did that song uh, frenziedquestions at gmail.com tell us about your favorite 2000 era song at oh. on Twitter at frenziedcast man if you're an American you got any clown related news yeah send it in I want to know send, like firsthand what's happening post your clown photos to our Facebook page yep. facebook.com slash frenziedcast and tell me about your Disney World experience uh, on our WordPress site frenziedgamer.wordpress.com and then also tell your friends about our podcast uh, choose a good episode to for them to listen to. Not this one. Oh, I'm kidding. This is the yeah, best the, episode the, the yet. The two that Nick wasn't on were pretty solid. Ooh, whatever. <laughs> and maybe they were. I haven't heard them. Uh, was... Tell us what you thought of those episodes. <laughs> Email Blake directly. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you in a few weeks. Nope. Bye. Bye. Where the idea is you cannot post the same thing 
either text or image yeah. more than once. Oh, once wow. an image has been posted, it cannot be posted again. Oh. And so people would post tweet Pepe's, and so that... <laughs> and so they only exist there. And yeah, they only... And so someone might have seen it and yeah. saved it, yeah. and that's a rare Pepe, right? <laughs> Holy <Awesome>. shit. <laughs> right? Holy right? shit. That's where that comes from. And, like, um... That's insane. The turning point from, like, what, what caused Pepe to go from, like, a funny meme to yeah. racist idol. I thought, oh, it was just, racist? Yeah. I, I thought it was just some racists started using him. And... No. Four channers started associating him with racist content because uh, mainstream celebrities started doing Pepe memes. Oh, right. Okay. And so they were like, it's gone too big. Yeah. We've got to make these people look like assholes right. by now associating so oh, now it's yeah. retroactively associated yeah. with racism, uh, right? Poor Pepe. God damn it. <laughs> He's already so sad. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, are there two Severs in the room all of a sudden? Hey, how's it going? I'm Severed. <laughs> huh? How do you feel about GTA? Oh, it's the greatest game I've ever played. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, I don't like it very much. <laughs> you know, it's just, there's no driving in it. I don't know what that voice is. <laughs> Where did yeah, that come? I, I hate listening to my own voice, but if I'm doing a voice, maybe it's, maybe it's fine. <laughs> hey, welcome to Frenzy Gamer. I'm your host, Nick. Today we're going to talk about some video games. What do you guys think about video games? <laughs> it's like a friendly neighbor. What do you think, Miss Piggy? <laughs> Will there ever be a rainbow?